0: Hi, I'm Mariana
1: and I'm Rebecca, and today we have two incredible guests on our podcast today, Kaylee and Ashley Llewellyn, who are going to share their experiences with tech from each other and around the world. But first, we're going to start off with a quote from the NASA astronaut and the first woman in space, Sally Ride, who said, if we want scientists and engineers in the future, we should be cultivating the girls as much as the boys. And we noticed this on Ashley's website and I mean, Marianne and I just absolutely loved it. It like fully encompasses everything that we stand for and represent for this podcast. And we just, I mean, we were obsessed with it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I hope you don't mind, Ashley, (laughs) that I just completely stole that from your website, (laughs) but, um, I noticed it and I was like, yes, this is exactly what we're doing here. And I think, um, all of us as a group here, all four of us, that's our goal, right? Is to cultivate girls to pursue these type of topics. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yep. Yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. So I'm super excited. I think Rebecca and I are very excited for today's <laughs> episode because we have Kaylee and Ashley with us. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Like I don't I don't think you understand how excited we are. <laughs> And I remember uh, messaging you, Ashley, about it a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, months ago. And yeah. I was like, and then you were like, yeah, that sounds good. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so cool.
1: I don't think they understand. But- Mariana has had this on our schedule planned for months. She was like, <laughs> no we're going to have them on our <laughs> podcast episode. And then like a month before I was like, have you set it up yet? Like, are we, like is this in sandstone? And she's like, uh, not yet. And so then we started actually communicating. But, yeah. yeah. One of those, like, bucket list items. Like, we have to get Ashley and Kaylee on oh our
0: podcast. Oh That's how we know we made it. Oh, my, oh my gosh. That looks too sweet. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, for those who don't know Kaylee and Ashley, they have their own Instagram pages, blogs. Kaylee's is just a coder thing, and Ashley is Ash Codes with two H's. Um, I absolutely love their blog and their Instagram pages. Like, I think I comment or like every single one of them. Um, they're sisters that both studied computer science and are working in financial tech. Uh, they also have their own podcast that we have mentioned before in, on our podcast called Sister Codes, such a big fan love it i feel like i can listen to episode after episode and not even like lose track of time um and they're just super cool tech influencers that are like you feel like you have your sisters that are giving you advice and (laughs) guiding you through your computer science career
3: (laughs) Thank you guys so much for having us on today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my name is Kaylee, and you know you kind of already covered the introduction, but I'm a software engineer, and I work um, in fintech. And I was working in New York City, but as we've kind of mentioned on our podcast, things have changed a lot due to COVID. So we're actually both up in Vermont right now, um, working from home. So I've been working in the industry for coming up on two years now. Um, and before that, you know, I did like a bachelor's of science in computer science at UNC Chapel Hill. Um, And then now I've been working full time in fintech and Ashley has also had like her own um, story and journey, but somehow we both ended up at Banks, so mm-hmm. we don't really know how that happened.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. so I'm Ashley, um, and I am also a software engineer, specifically in mobile development, and I just started my job this past Monday, so yeah. literally just a yeah, week. Yeah, congratulations. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just like a week of work, but yeah, I went to school over in Scotland, and I got my bachelor's in computer science over at St. Andrews, um, and yeah, we both kind of just yeah ended up in computer science and... And
3: at banks, so yeah. Also, I want to say we've also been huge fans of Cash Chat. So, yeah, I've been listening um, to like all I think, episodes. I think you all started your podcast like a couple weeks or a mo- like a month or two before mm-hmm. we started ours, but y'all were really a big inspiration because mm-hmm. we were like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh, like look at this amazing podcast they started. <laughs> like this is so cool. Yeah. So um, we are really, really thrilled. We've also been looking forward to this for a while. Mm-hmm. So um, we're so excited to talk to you all today and finally meet in person and and, and talk to you, <laughs> um, which, is, which is always fun when, when internet friends you know become real people
0: <laughs> so we yeah, so-, exactly. so flattering <laughs> I'm, wow I'm gonna like the smile is never gonna go away um Kaylee I don't know before we I ask you like my first question I don't know if you remember this but um I went to Pearl Hacks my oh, freshman oh, my year gosh. yes and I attended your workshop <laughs> you did I remember that's right <laughs> you were like the one person because I put my Instagram
3: handle up at the end and I was like you can follow me you were like I already do and I was like oh, oh someone follows me
0: like this is crazy so that's oh my crazy. gosh no I 100% do oh my gosh wow that's so cool I was like I don't know if she's gonna remember this <laughs> but I just There was this moment in high school where I went through my Instagram and, like, unfollowed all these, like, unnecessary meme accounts, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to college, I need to be, like, more focused on my career and, like, follow people that inspire me, and your page was one of the first pages I started following. Oh my god. And I thought it was so cool, because I wanted, like, Chapel Hill was one of the schools that I applied to, and, like, I went and toured and stuff, Um, ended up at Clemson, still a great school, but, yeah, it's. Uh, anyway
1: (laughs) this is the cutest reunion ever
3: that is crazy it is such a small world yeah no that is that's so amazing that's right I totally remember I so I was working in I'd actually just started my job like two weeks before doing that workshop so I like flew down for the weekend to give that workshop at pearl hacks um because pearl hacks so actually just a little bit of a tangent but um pearl hacks was the first hackathon that i attended while i was in college and i remember it really distinctly because i was um it was my second semester and I had taken like a really challenging. Um, it wasn't an intro level. It was kind of the next level course. And I just felt so mm. out of place. Like I really was doubting everything about my choice to do and study computer science. Um, but I actually got partnered to host for the night. Um, Catherine Hodge, who was giving a workshop, and she actually she's Blondie Bites on YouTube. Um, and so oh. I got partnered with her and I hosted her in my dorm room for the, for the Pearl Hacks hackathon and partnered with her. We ended up building this app using like Oculus Rift and Leap Motion. So we built this like virtual reality, like game basically. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to explore like a heart that had, um, so the idea was like, you could go inside and it was like, we called it the magic school bus. Cause you could like go inside <laughs> the heart and you could see like the difference between like a healthy heart and an unhealthy heart. And the idea was like, you could educate people, the impact of different lifestyle choices And, like, what that impact that, like, had on their bodies. Mm -hmm. Um, And we ended up winning winning first place. And that was, like, such a cool moment for me because I was, like... First of all, I was super inspired because Catherine was amazing and she definitely like kind of coached me through the whole um, hackathon process. And then we won first place and I was just like kind of fell in love with technology all over again. But it was like Pearl Hacks to me is like so special because that was one of the things that happened that really kind of made me feel like, okay, I do have a place here and I have a place in technology. Um, So, yeah, that's so cool that I also (laughs) met you at Pearl Hacks. Oh, everything's so symbolic. I love it.
1: (laughs) I love that. It's just all full full circle with Pearl Hacks. (laughs) It is. (laughs) it is i know
0: i know pearl hacks is one of my favorite events because it's just a huge hackathon you spend 24 hours with all these wonderful women non-binary with great
1: food and you're in chapel hill which i love chapel hill um so great this is like becoming an ad for pearl hacks like like (laughs) at this point (laughs) it really is i love it in Clemson, I try to get as many girls in Clemson to go to Pearl Hags. Mm-hmm. I know you were dragging me with you, and then I couldn't
0: go. <laughs> yeah, something came up, but it's a great event. Highly recommend it. Definitely. Um. Anyway, so our first actual <laughs> topic for today, when we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I think it's so cool that you are sisters and you have you're in the same field, especially like not only computer science but also fintech in the end, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. And I I personally don't see a lot of that in my own experience. Like I don't see a lot of siblings, especially that are sisters Mm -hmm. um, in the same field and especially in tech. So tell us about your backgrounds and um, what inspired you to go into tech and Ashley, if Kaylee had any influence on you growing up. Yeah, so
2: so, this is really funny because I saw the question in the guide, um, and this is something we get asked a lot, and people always think that Kaylee, like, influenced me going to tech, but it was actually the other way around. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Um, I got into coding and stuff like that when I was about 13, and I was doing, like, Tumblr themes. I was editing them and doing, like, JavaScript and stuff like that. Um, and so yeah, that's how I learned. But yeah, after that I realized I really want to do computer science. And then Kaylee for a little while thought about doing like economics. Um mm-hmm. and then she took like one CS course and then decided she was gonna do computer science. But yeah, so anyways, it's like the running joke. Everyone's always like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. you're following in your big sister's footsteps. So I was like, no, not really. It's kind of other <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's following in mine. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah,
3: Yeah, Uh, Ashley's was always really, she was always really good with computers and had a lot of interest, Mm -hmm. and she was great at editing those Tumblr themes, I will tell you. (laughs) She made some awesome, she made some awesome modifications, um, and yeah, I had always, so I always loved math. And I always actually thought that I wanted to go into like banking, like as a as a career, like mm-hmm. um, go on to like be an investment banker or something like that. Um, but when I was in high school, I actually took a a computer science class, and all of a sudden I was like, wait a second, I love creative writing and I love math, and computer science is literally the perfect mix of both. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really exciting for me that not only did I you know go on to like learn coding, which I absolutely fell in love with and I'm so happy about, but that I also when I went to go find and look for a job, I was able to apply those skills to the financial services industry, which I already had a lot of like personal interest. Um, I I always make a joke when people ask, like, why I work at a bank? I'm like, who doesn't love money, right? I mean, that's like the whole (laughs) that's like our whole business. (laughs) Um, But it is it's really cool that I get to now I get to learn all of the knowledge and, you know, the the I guess the applications of technology in finance. Um, So it kind of blends like the passions that I had when I was younger. So it worked out pretty well. Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, I it think that's awful. amazing. Was there ever any, like, competitiveness, or were you guys kind of more, like, helping each other along the way? Oh, we're hugely competitive, like, <laughs> but not in that. I don't think in that regard.
2: Like, yeah, no, I definitely, when I, so I, I went to college in the UK, and Kaylee definitely helped me, um, like, stay motivated and, like, stay encouraged to stay in CS, because I had, like, quite a few negative experiences um, when I was over there, so I, yeah. I think I think we supported each other. We're, we, we're not we definitely like, do. I'm, I'm competitive not competitive in that regard. We're but definitely we are competitive, competitive
3: but not like that. Yeah. But I think <laughs> what really helped um, both of us is we had very unique journeys. So we mm-hmm. definitely were doing kind of our own things. It's not like Ashley yeah. came to Chapel Hill and we were there at the same time. And yeah. I think maybe that 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 could have been a different experience. But mm-hmm. she was in the UK, and the UK honestly does they do things so differently. Mm-hmm. So um, there was just like she was living her best life over in Scotland. (laughs) And, you know, like, we've always kind of supported each other through different things we were doing. Um, Ashley, I don't know if you want to talk about the Wix club that you started, because Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy, but they didn't have a women in computer science club in Scotland. And that was something that I, like, found a lot of support in at UNC. Like, Mm -hmm. that was kind of my lifeline. Mm -hmm. Like, if I hadn't found the women in Wix, like, I don't know what I would have done. I would have felt so alone. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was super. Yeah, I was super surprised that they didn't have something like that.
2: Um, so I founded Women in Computer Science at St. Andrews, um, and I was founder and president for like just over a year. Um, and it was so hard in the beginning. It was crazy because I thought of St. Andrews being like this huge and prestigious university, and I was like, oh, they'll obviously have some type of like support for women in tech, but they really didn't. Um, so, anyways, I like set it up, and it was so much work getting even like 25 members in the beginning i like had to go around to people mm-hmm. and be like do you want to join and you have to pay like three pounds and they would be like not really and then i just like go to the next person <laughs> <laughs> like try to collect 25 people but yeah um yeah so anyways it was a lot of it was a lot of work setting that up but i'm really happy that i did it and kaylee like supported me throughout the way and told me about setting up um you set up girls who code right a chapter yeah. yeah, so mm-hmm. I
3: started a girls who coach chapter at Chapel Hill, so I had a little bit of experience of starting something from scratch, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you have to—it's crazy because you got to work so closely with like the school administration, and then you also have to work within the community, and there's like a lot of different things you have to think about, um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, Ashley was trying to set up like sponsorships mm-hmm. and, and connections with big companies, mm-hmm. which like starting yeah. something from mm-hmm. scratch, like we definitely took for granted with Wix that we already had all of that established. Like mm-hmm. we had recruiters and points of contact and she was trying to build that all herself yeah. from the ground up, which was Just a lot of work. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was, it was <laughs> awesome though. But it ended up working out in the end, which is mm-hmm. amazing. So like, mm-hmm. I, that's what I was going to ask next, Ashley, about your experience at St. Andrews in Scotland. Like what mm-hmm. made you decide to go there? for staying here, like, and then you said you had some bad experiences there, mm-hmm. but also I'm sure some good ones if you want to... Yeah. Talk a little bit
2: about it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so actually Kaylee um, was thinking about going to somewhere overseas. Like, we went on a tour of colleges. We went to St. Andrews. We went to Cambridge, Oxford. um, King's College, London, Imperial College. like, Bath
1: randomly. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) We were just trying to get out of America.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, like, yeah, so we, like, went on this huge tour. And St. Andrews is this really beautiful town. It's, like, on the coast of Scotland. And it's got beaches and like it's beautiful. It's a it's a seaside town. Yeah. So, anyways, I like really fell in love with it, and it kind of came down to um, NC State or so we were living in North Carolina at the time. Um, so it was either NC State or or St Andrews for me. And I kind of just decided that I wanted like this new experience because I went to middle school and I went to high school in North Carolina. So I was like, I want something new. I want to you know try something try something new. So actually, I went to college when I was sixteen. Which looking back at it, it sounds crazy because yeah. like I was sixteen. I was like a baby. Um but yeah, I like I went to Scotland and
0: that's yeah, so weird. I did yeah, I did come- that's, like, that's like my brother my brother's sixteen, I'm like, Oh, he's ready for college <laughs> I know.
2: Yeah, but
0: yeah. Um
2: they have a great CS program, so that's why I was like, I wanna I wanna try it. Try something new. Go over there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I guess it wasn't all like peachy keen because yeah they have a very <laughs> different culture and attitude towards women in tech which mm-hmm. I was so shocked when she like called me and was telling me some of the things that she was encountering yeah so I feel like
2: I don't know I feel like Especially in the US, they do a really good job of like raising awareness at least to women in tech, you know? Like everybody knows it's Mm -hmm. a problem that we need more women in tech and stuff like that. But over there, they just didn't really acknowledge it like at all. So um, I had like quite a few bad experiences where I would like go into classes and like I would ask my teachers questions and they would like laugh at me, or guys would be like, oh, well, you're only here because like you're filling a quota or something like that. So it was like really. Yeah, like, right yeah. on my face. So I was like, I mean, it's not. That's not the way it works. But, I mean, at the same time, it's very, like, demoralizing hearing stuff like that every day. Um, and obviously, like, yeah. smaller things, like, take the notes, like, in the group because you're the woman or whatever. It's, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, so that's... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, like, why I wanted to found women in CS at St. Andrews because I had those experiences, and I was like, first of all, I don't want anyone to have these experiences again, because I even had friends Mm -hmm. who dropped out of the classes, because they were like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I don't fit in, like, there are so many guys, and I feel like this isn't for me, and all this stuff, so anyways, I wanted to make something that, first of all, raised awareness to it, and then also, like, create this support system for women, so that if Mm -hmm. they did have these experiences, they would have people to go to, and people who would tell them, like, oh, you know, it's okay, and we're gonna get through it, and stuff like that, but yeah.
1: Do you think that's the entire attitude in the UK with like not really supporting women? I feel like, (laughs) I feel like kind of yes, Um,
2: which is pretty disappointing because again, like I know it's such a good university and so I I was expecting a lot more I think when I went um, Mm -hmm. and I kind of just had to like change my expectations, Um, but Yeah, I don't know. It's a very different culture. I'll I'll definitely say I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it because after growing up in the U.S. for so long and, you know, having, I don't know, even our parents, like, would always tell us, like, you can do anything you want to do. They were never like, oh, you can't do this because you're a girl. Mm -hmm. Like, they would always, like, encourage us to do, like, science and technology and all this stuff. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely, like, a weird culture shift once I went over there and once I... Yeah, because my
1: there. next question was going to be, like, how much influence the UK had for you, but it <laughs> sounds like it didn't really have any help with you pursuing computer science.
2: Yeah, well, no, I feel like after creating Wix, I was... I had, like, a stronger group there and I felt more, you know, supported, mm. and so that definitely did help. Um, and honestly, I think, like, the experiences I had kind of now encourage me to you know, like, promote Women Attack and promote, like, improving mm-hmm. diversity, because I've experienced it, and so now I can, you know, try and make a change, but, yeah, but definitely not a great experience to have when you're 16 and going to a new country <laughs> and having all and,
0: that. And, like, you didn't have, you didn't have family with you, No, you know, like, no, that must have been, <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, that experience was probably very tough, but yeah. you also came out of it, you know, with, a lot more skills now a lot more you know a lot more strength yeah definitely. <laughs> a lot more bravery taking on other things and yeah. you can guide other people like through your blog or through your podcast mm-hmm. on how to deal with those situations yeah
1: definitely. yeah the next thing I was gonna ask was before you moved to the UK to like go to school did you ever consider staying there for a job or did you know you wanted to come back
2: yeah, so I actually planned to stay in the UK um, after. So I had wow. a graduate job lined up from junior year of college. Um, I did an wow. internship and then I got a job offer. And so I was like all set. It was again, it was a bank um, over in Scotland. And okay. yeah, I loved the city that I like did the internship in and I was already set to go. And then obviously COVID hit and in March I flew home. Um, so I like packed two suitcases of like my most essential stuff and I left the rest there because I was like, oh, I'll be back. And then I just (laughs) was never back. Um, and yeah, I, anyways, I, yeah, I had a graduate job lined up. It, it fell through because of COVID and because I didn't want to move internationally right now. It's like such a headache. And Mm -hmm. I I was worried about being apart from my family and all this stuff. So, um, I actually attended a virtual Grace Hopper and I got my job through there. So
0: yeah, it all worked
2: out. The end. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <Thank again>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, we uh, another thing that we kind of touched on, but I would love for you to elaborate on. But our podcast Cash Chat is focused on college students. Since Rebecca and I are both college students, we definitely don't know anything. We're basically using this podcast to just journal things as we get through our last two years of college. Um, but what would you say were your biggest lessons learned outside of the classroom? Oh yeah, no, that's a,
3: that's a great one. Um, I think for me, it's the resilience that it requires that computer science in general requires. Um, there's only so much that I think you can learn in a classroom with computer science and with programming in general. Like, I, I think in college I got really frustrated because I was like, oh, well, these lecturers are doing a terrible job of explaining. And I think, OK, that's partially true. Like, not every computer science lecturer <laughs> is like the top notch at explaining things mm-hmm. that they've, you know, known for 20 years. They just forget what it's like right. to not know anything. Um yeah. Right, especially when it's the same problems over and over that they do year <laughs> exactly. to year, the same projects and everything. <laughs> exactly, and they they just forget what it feels like to not know anything, and then to walk in and try and learn those concepts like from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also, I think, a lot of what it teaches you um, is that you just have to like spend time on a problem, and you have to just hone your problem solving skills. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, like nobody else can do that work for you, regardless of how good the lecturer is. You do have to just like spend the time looking at a problem kind of like analyzing it trying to figure out like what's the best angle of attack and and i guess like that process of learning how to problem solve is something that nobody else can teach you um so i think for me it's like you need to have that resilience and you need to find something that's internal to yourself that motivates you to continue doing it because i think if you're relying on external factors or like external motivation um then that's really difficult because to me, computer science isn't always uh, externally motivated. Like, you're not always going to be having people mm-hmm. say, like, oh, this is such amazing code, or, like, oh, wow, you did a great job. Like, mm-hmm. to me, a lot of, like, my satisfaction comes from actually solving the problems and knowing, like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. I learned this new thing, or I, I can now apply this new concept. Um, and so I think you need to, like, find what you enjoy about computer science that will motivate you to continue forward, because it is hard. Like, I will... <laughs> I'm not trying to sugarcoat things. Like, it is it is definitely a tough field to be in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? That was honestly what I was going to say. I feel like every time <laughs> I talk about CS, so yes,
2: I'm like, you have to learn how to problem solve and you have to learn how to just, like, yeah. keep going even when it's, like, a bug and you've been staring at it for five hours and you don't know what to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I, I Honestly, I feel,
0: I feel like a lot of... Um, like, more recently, computer science has become this, like, this is, like, the coolest field. Everyone should learn how to code. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. it. you don't even feel like you're working or mm-hmm. this is, it's my hobby, but I get paid for it. You know, all those kind of um, thoughts going around and it can be frustrating actually, you know, getting into the field and, like, maybe taking your first computer science class mm-hmm. and, staring at a computer and there's people around you, usually guys that mm-hmm. know what they're doing and, or like act like they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and are confident. And then we're just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what is going on? This is frustrating.
3: Yeah, and, it's so true. And I think yeah. you're right. They act like they know what they're doing, but it's like, it just destroys your confidence because yeah. you feel like you're the only mm-hmm. one who doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And that is just such an isolating feeling. Like that, <laughs> that is so tough to, to, to go through, especially when you're starting out. And I think for me, they don't tell you that they assume an implicit level of base knowledge when you start computer science but Mm -hmm. that is like what's so harmful because it's like oh well i didn't grow up building pcs because you know i didn't game like and that's you know i do know tons of other people who game and they had those skills but i didn't and yeah they assume that you know what ram is or they assume that you know like how Mm -hmm. like how a computer works between like the cpu and the motherboard and people are just like saying these things to kind of like hype up their own confidence Mm -hmm. meanwhile you're sitting there and you're thinking oh my gosh like do i belong so yeah that's that's also really tough you're you're so right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I thought it was interesting when you talked about the internal versus external factors because I know a lot of times at least this semester with it mostly being online it's so hard to find motivation to start a project without (laughs) like my friends being like okay like I'm gonna start it like this weekend and then like Mm -hmm. it's just so difficult and so like internally having like those problem solving skills and making yourself do it can be so hard and so I was gonna ask how you like kind of worked with time management and kind of motivated yourself to kind of start projects, not only in college, but now in the work field, like how you kind of give yourself that internal motivation.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think it it all comes down to finding what you're passionate about. Um, and actually, I will say that a lot of my projects that I do on the side are not necessarily like coding focused. Like they're mm-hmm. still they, they're, they're still revolving around technology, but they, they, I'm not necessarily like coding or developing something all the time. And I think mm-hmm. that's totally OK. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the stuff that I do, like centers around like women in tech, whether it's for my blog. But but then through that, you actually learn a lot about other things. So, for example, like for my blog, I was like, oh, I need to optimize my SEO. Mm. So I went and I learned about SEO. Like, how does SEO work? Like, oh, wait, what's the technology Mm. behind that? And then it's like, you're actually learning a lot about the tech behind those things. but. It's not direct, like, I guess it's not, like, I'm sitting and coding. And I think that's fine. Right. Um, And then I also think that for some of the more technical or, like, coding-focused side projects I've done. So, for example, um, when Game of Thrones the last season came out, (laughs) like, everybody knew that the battle with the Night King, like, there was going to be, like, tons of people were going to die, right? Like, tons of characters were going to die. So I saw Mm -hmm. a picture, I think it was, like, either on Instagram or Twitter, of some teacher who put together like a betting pool of like who was going to be dead, alive, or a white walker by the end of the season. So I actually coded up, like instead of the paper version, I coded it up, deployed it on AWS using like a Node.js package. Um, And then I sent it around to like all my Game of Thrones fans. (laughs) And I said, (laughs) $5.00. in for the pool and whoever has the highest score at the end takes the pot so like i turned it into this like like betting game um and i just i wanted to learn how to use aws and i was like this seems really fun like i can spin it up and aws isn't like the cheapest thing unfortunately but i was like that's fine i can throw you know a couple bucks at, at, at the resources mm-hmm. um so that was awesome because i got to like Code something in Node.js, which I'd never done before. I got to deploy on AWS. I got to learn about, like, how you spin up the different resources. Um, And that was all motivated because I really like Game of Thrones. So (laughs) (laughs) I think when you find something like that that you're, like, excited about... I spent, like, yeah. six hours a, a night after work on on this website because <laughs> I was really I excited. And it wasn't draining. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, like, when you find the things that you're really excited to learn and you love doing, then it's it just stops yeah. feeling like, oh, my gosh, I have to go and spend some time on this. So mm-hmm. whatever your thing, your passion is, there's probably an overlap of technology with that subject. Yeah. So just find mm-hmm. something that really excites you so that when you go and learn more about it, it, it feels like a hobby, like you're you know, reading a book (laughs) rather than something that you have to work at.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, right when you were talking about it, Mariana knows, like, ever since we started the podcast, I decided over the summer I was going to learn Procreate. And like, I know that's not coding, but like, Mm -hmm. there's different images overlapping it. And so like, you can convert it to GIFs and just make it turn it into like MP4s. And I Mm -hmm. did not know that with an image on an iPad, you could kind of like make it into an animation. And I know that isn't like, coding it or anything but I started like thinking about the ideas behind it and like Mariana knows I've just Mm -hmm. I love doing it for our podcast and I'll spend hours to like do a little design (laughs) for our little post or whatever but Mm -hmm. I mean you're right that's just when you find a little project that you enjoy it doesn't even feel like work exactly
3: I think that's like the best if you find something you really enjoy doing like that's just the best because then you're learning but you're also improving and like expanding your knowledge so that's just like the the golden thing to find
1: yeah did you think that you guys felt the same way about that when you guys started your blogs mm-hmm.
3: yeah
2: kind of just like learning
1: <laughs> along the way and like yeah. adding your own little tips and everything
2: mm-hmm. okay. yeah mine kind of started out actually not as like a tech blog it was more like a like a study blog kind of um so oh. I kind of just focused on like studying and tips and things like that um but yeah no it was definitely it's just I don't know. I have, I have like, a love-hate relationship with Instagram because I feel like <laughs> it's so much work, like, to do, like, the captions and then do all the hashtags and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then sometimes you get, like, 20 likes and then other times you'll get, like, 100 and you're like, what is this yeah. algorithm doing mm-hmm. um, in the background? But no, yeah, definitely our, our blogs both don't have, like, ads on them either, so we're just doing it, like, for the fun of it, you know? Yeah. We're just We're just mm-hmm. trying to document as well, I think parts of our experience
3: yeah I uh that was one of the reasons that I wanted to start my blog was because um at least so I don't know about Clemson but UNC is really small so our well RCS our department's still pretty small so like our women in computer science community had like maybe 50 members um and I, it, like that grew significantly by the time I was a senior, but um, still yeah. there weren't tons of other role models and other women who are more senior than me that I could look up to. And when you're trying to figure out, like navigate career advice and things like that, it's really tough when all the other people in the department are like old men who have been in academia for like 20 years. So it's really difficult to ask them about like salary negotiation or about, you know, like all the things that come with navigating a career. And I got lucky enough to find some role models and mentors who were more senior than me. But I realized pretty quickly that's not the case for most women, especially in smaller computer science programs. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to start my blog to kind of share some of the advice that I had gotten that I felt like really helped me so that other people could have access to that advice without necessarily having access to like those people, because that can be a lot harder to find. So um, that was one of the things that motivated me. But yeah, there's like Ashley said, there's so much to learn with like promoting content mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there's a ton. There's like all these different things that you have to do and that you learn about, kind of as you go. And yeah, w- like we don't we don't make money off of it. Like we really do this because we enjoy it and mm-hmm. because it's something that we like okay. spending time on and and, and we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how Mariana and I started the podcast. Like, over the summer, we listened to podcasts on, like, how to start podcasts. And, like, I'd yeah. go for a walk. I'd, like, take my dog on a walk and, like, just listen to multiple episodes. Just to how, like, the best ways to interview people, the best way, the best type of mics to have, even though we ended up not really getting mics for college students. But just different ways to... on a budget. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it's just interesting that, I mean, just different ways to get your platform up and get started on everything there's so much that thought and time that goes into it but for us it didn't even feel like any time was wasted because we genuinely wanted to do it yes exactly yeah Yeah. that's Um, fun yes I think
2: our, our podcast was also kind of born out of, like, quarantine. Oh, <laughs> like, <yeah>. definitely <laughs> <once> <laughs> being, like very Yeah, Kaylee, just one day, she was like, do you want to start a podcast? And honestly, I don't even listen to that many podcasts. I feel like that's not a good thing to admit, but I really don't. No, honestly,
1: me neither. Like, there's only a few <laughs> yeah. that I'll listen to, but, I mean, mm-hmm. it's whenever I find free time. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with especially, especially with school. Like, I have to kind of forgive
0: myself for... Mm-hmm you know losing track of some of my podcasts but I'm the kind of person that has like I'm subscribed to like 50 different ones and (laughs) (laughs) I'll listen to like and they're like all types of different genres one of them is like half arabic so oh that's awesome (laughs) yeah
1: well thank you Kaylee and Ashley so much for joining us you guys are so much fun to talk to and I hope we get we like stay communicating with each other because I genuinely love talking to you guys and you guys are just full of energy and it like made me so motivated today on this saturday i wanna, like go and do something We're gonna finish all my assignments study for finals <laughs> be so productive today but i mean i we already know your instagrams but if you guys wanted to say your instagrams and your podcasts are different ways people could contact you if they had any questions for you guys mm-hmm. 100% yeah
3: so um our podcast is sister codes yeah and my instagram handle is just a coder thing i'm like always on instagram so if you dm me there like i will reply <laughs> so that's probably the best way <laughs> to get in touch with me yeah and then uh, my instagram
2: is ash code so ash has two h's um and that's actually from hash code like i just rearranged it because ashley but yeah anyways oh. hashcode, yeah. <laughs> um yeah and, it's an anagram <laughs> yeah and that's the best way to
1: reach me as well usually is through instagram yeah and I'll tag you guys when I post it on Monday. But, I mean, cool. I'm so excited for you guys. And I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to more of your podcast episodes and following your blogs. I think you guys are the coolest people ever. Um, oh thank God. you. So thank, thank you guys you. so much for joining <laughs> us today. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for listening. Join us next time for another episode of Cash Chat. We post every other week. Follow us on our Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other platforms. And give us a good rating on Apple Podcasts.